Is there not an entire section on this subject? Yes, that's what's unfair. I may have I may have changed my mind about either, for example. Is is your is your book for sale about? Yes. I'm not sure. I just go and try and do a better job. Let me tell you. Say it like you mean it. This is my vibe. Yo, Trey. What up? I got something to say. Hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome back to Let Me Tell You, episode 123. I'm your host, Norm, the Master's Dog Dunham, a.k.a. the Evangelical Norm. So, it's been a long time since I've done a Let Me Tell You podcast. Um, I think I'm going to try to get back onto a regular schedule, like once a week with this. Um, Just because, again, uh, the reason why I started this to begin with is I felt like God has given me something to say, and I want to say it. Um, and this is a good avenue in which to say it. Um, so I'm going to try to get back on track. I, I, my schedule is still kind of weird. And now going back to working six days a week, it's really going to change things up. And I've just been, I've been so irritated with the political sphere as of, of late that I just, I don't even, my can't even is broke, right? With, with, Biden and vaccine mandates and all this stuff. We're going to get into that next week. Um, I I honestly, I think I need another week to calm down about it. And I also would like to take a minute and see if my current employer is going to require uh, vaccines and see if I'm even going to have a job in a week or so. So, um, excuse me, my contact is starting to bother me. So, live podcasting, y'all. I don't make edits, and I don't, once I hit the record button, we just go. And I say what has to be said, and then we, we go from there. So, if I'm blinking a lot, I'm not I'm not uh, being held hostage. I'm not trying to do Morse code with my eyeballs. I've just got tired eyes, and I should have taken my contacts out about an hour and a half ago. So, um, but today I want to talk about, so... And you guys know, you if you watch me on Facebook or anything, you see my lives. I am every Friday, I'm out at the abortion clinic in Salt Lake City, except for this last Friday, physical therapy, bum shoulder, um, bad therapist. That's another whole episode in and of itself. Um, so I didn't make it this week, but most Fridays I am out at the Planned Parenthood begging moms to let their babies live, to preach the gospel, to do these things, to hopefully see babies get to live and souls saved. Ultimately, I would love to see moms and dads repent and put their faith and trust in Christ and let their babies live. So that's the goal for it. Uh, I'm very vocal about uh, abortion. Um, I am an abolitionist, so I'm not a fan of incremental bills and so on like what was passed in texas recently um the it's it's a heartbeat bill i believe is that you cannot uh, abort a baby after a heartbeat is detectable what those bills do is it says it legislates the fact that you can murder a baby before a heartbeat is detectable and it's still a baby we want to see abortion abolished completely gone I don't go so far to say that, I mean, I, I, I acknowledge the fact that this law will result in less babies being killed. But again, you're, you're setting a legal precedent that there is a point in time where 
it is legal to murder a human being in the womb based upon a heartbeat, based upon size, uh, level of development, uh, environment, degree of dependency, all of these things, you know, the, the, the SLED acronym that we use quite often. Um, I think Scott Klusendorf made that famous. I think that's who it is. Um, yeah, so um, all that being said, I posted a thing on Facebook uh, this last week, uh, and it, it, I mean, nowhere near viral, but this has been shared over 200 times since I posted it, and all honesty, I stole it from someone else. I wish I remembered who I swiped it from, but and I'd give them credit, but I posted on there that I was stealing it. Um, on their page, but I don't remember who it was, but it, since I've posted it, it has been shared well over 200 times and it has been, I have gotten crazy comments on this. And so what I wanted to do today for the next 15, 20 minutes is kind of address some of these arguments that I received on this and just just to show the the intention is and and some names I left in because they they deserve to be mocked for the ridiculousness that they put it out there, some I did not um some names i I cut out, I did not reveal who it was i mean if if they're if they're friends of mine on Facebook and they happen to watch this video, they're gonna know who they are, but I'm not gonna name them, I'm not going to shame them i'm not i mean i, I <laughs> I can't say I understand where they're coming from because all of the arguments that are, are, are out there are pointless and meaningless. They Ultimately, what it is, it's arguing for when is it appropriate to kill a baby? You know, the, the question that, that Ray Comfort asks in the, the 180 movie that he put out on YouTube a couple, it's been years since he put it out. Um, it could be up to 10 years at this point. But the question is, when is it appropriate to kill a baby? All of these arguments are coming to the point, and I, I think my friend Josh Haskins, um, excuse me, uh, posted on one of them is that no matter what, what, no matter where your argument, you're still standing upon a pile of dead babies because whether you put a time limit or an exception limit, you know, or exceptions for rape and incest and so on, you're still standing on a pile of dead babies in your attempt to make the argument. So we're going to look at them. We're going to look at just how weak they are to give anybody who might be interested, who might think they, they have uh, an interest or a desire to go out and in, get involved in an abortion ministry like this, um, a lot of people are just afraid that they don't know how to, they don't know how to articulate the argument. They, they don't feel like they're confident enough. I want to show you just how weak these arguments are. And I've done this before in live videos and stuff like this. I've probably done another episode like this on it. But again, these are things that um, are, are well worth revisiting and, and attacking once again as much as possible because it is. And Again, let me make another uh, just disclaimer. I'm not the guy that, excuse me while I scoot my chair up and try to get a little more comfortable. I'm not the guy that, that thinks that you should be involved in everything that I'm involved in. I don't, I don't make my thing everybody's thing. 
in some way, shape, or form, I think everybody should be involved in an abortion ministry, whether you can donate to End Abortion Now or groups like that, um, Choice for Two um, up in, in Canada, Laura Clausen's uh, ministry, um, you know, Laura TV, any of these the people that are somehow involved in, in uh, you know, involved in, in abortion ministries, if you can give financially to them, if you can't get out there on the street and actually preach the gospel or, you know, or beg moms not to murder their babies or do any of these things, I'm not, I, I don't want to shame anybody that's not doing that. But you, and if anything, you need to be praying for these ministries. That's something that every Christian can do. You can pray and that, so being involved, but I don't think every person, because there are people that are out doing other ministries that I'm not going to be involved in, and I don't want them to go, well, you're not really a Christian if you're not, you know, doing this, this, and that, if you're not feeding the poor, or, you know, secondhand, whatever it is, you know, if, but we should be praying for all ministries that are backed up and, and, uh, on the foundation of the gospel, because again, if we're not giving the gospel, then all of this is pointless. I mean, we can save babies, but if we're not providing the gospel, then babies are being born and they're just heading off into the kingdom of hell. You know, parents are, are, are walking them to the kingdom of hell, right? We have to share the gospel. So yes, it's a very important thing that babies are, are born and not murdered in the womb, but we have to give the gospel to the parents as well. Um, and then hopefully that gospel will be given to the child as they grow up and they'll be saved. But again, I mean, you can, you can engage in, if you believe in, you know, healing ministries and, and things like that. I, I firmly believe that God still heals people today, not in the way that Benny Hinn and Todd White and charlatans like that are out doing it. But I do believe that there may be a point in time where God calls you to go pray for someone who's paralyzed and they might stand up and walk out of their wheelchair God may heal them instantaneously, miraculously. He can do it. He does it. But if you don't give them the gospel, then what good is it? What does it profit a man to gain the whole world but lose his soul? Right? So all of those things, whether we're feeding the hungry, if you're not giving the gospel, then you're sending people off to the kingdom of hell with a full belly. You know, if you're helping people financially, you're sending people off to the kingdom of hell with a full wallet. You know, these are, are things the gospel has to be involved. So don't be involved in any ministry if the gospel isn't part of it. That, that's my, what I'm saying. And, but we sh anything that is shored up with the gospel, we should at least be praying for it in some manner, some way. You know, God bless the ministries that you have going on out there. As simple as that. Okay, so all that to be said, let's take a look at some of these arguments that came at us. And of course, there's always the, the, the big, uh, the number one, um, my body, my choice argument, basically. Imagine a government telling you they get to control your body and your choices, not you. All right, well, the problem is, is governments tell us all the time things that we can do with our bodies it, and and people are good with that the government tells me that i cannot use my body to go murder somebody the government tells me it's illegal for me to use my body to go rape somebody and nobody has a problem with that it, it's my body my choice right 
no, the government has, has determined that it is illegal to murder and to rape and to steal and to, to deprive people of life, liberty, pursuit of happiness, so on and so forth, right? These are things. And then the other thing is, is the reality of this argument is it's not your body. The government is literally telling you what you cannot do to somebody else's body. Because it is not your body. The body inside your body is not your body. It is somebody else's body. It's the baby's body. And if you're standing on the my body, my choice argument, then what you're really saying is it's the baby's body with no choice. You know, I mean, you can literally take uh, this and, and, and it's literally the definition of bullying. You're bigger, so you get to inflict pain, force, violence, death upon that other body. Simply because you're bigger. Simply because you're more developed. Uh, simply because you're less dependent. Simply because you're in a different environment. So the my body, my choice argument doesn't work. And especially if you're going to support Joe Biden and his, his vaccine mandate. You know, if you're going to do my body, my choice, okay, now do vaccinations. Because you've got a president out there and none of these my body, my choice people are standing up and making that argument when the president is mandating vaccines and telling companies like mine that could potentially cost me my job, companies like mine that if you have over 100 employees, you have to require them to be vaccinated or tested once a week. Right. These are again, this is the government telling me in, in every sense of this, the government is telling me what I have to do with my body. I don't hear any of the my body, my choice people stepping up to my defense when it comes to vaccinations. So, again, the argument is, is very, very weak. Simply put, it's not your body. That's the easiest way to defend against the my body, my choice argument is simply put, it is not your body. It is someone else's body that you are literally inflicting violence upon to the point of death. So this argument is, is the weakest. I mean, they're all weak. It literally, but this is potentially the weakest of all arguments because it's a, 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 a one-line defense against it. It's not your body. So it's not your choice. This is another one that I got that was kind of interesting. And this came where, well, why am I not? Oh, because I'm pushing the wrong button. There we go. <laughs> Like, why is this next one not coming up? Because you're, you're a moron, Norm. Um, imagine believing that God cares about all babies when the Bible tells us he doesn't care about all babies. This is, this is, this is a sneaky, this, this came from somebody who at one point in time I thought they were saved. Um, and then, obviously, this is something, they've, they've gone back into essentially functional atheism. But God only cared about select babies, since God is the same yesterday as he is today and will be tomorrow, as the Bible says, then it stands to reason God still doesn't care about all babies. Okay, so 1 Samuel 15.3 talks about, uh, again, well, 
let me just let me pull it up and I'll I'll read it so I'm not accused of of taking things uh, twisting anything or anything like that. So I should have it. First Samuel fifteen three. Now go to strike Amalek and devote to destruction all that they have. Do not spare them, but kill both man, woman, and child, and infant, ox, and sheep, camel, and donkey. So this is what God told uh, Samuel and the Israelites to go, go do. So the fact that God told them to kill all the babies in um, the Amalekite uh, nation, that obviously God, God doesn't care about all uh, babies. God doesn't care about those who are, are made in his image. And so when we stop and this is this is a descriptive. This is not a prescriptive. This is not something that is across the board to all believers in God and, and professing Christians or anything like this. This is not a prescriptive text. This is descriptive. This is something that God said. And yes, he did tell them to do this. It was time to wipe out the Amalekite tribe because they were uh, idolaters. They were uh, profaners of God's, uh, God's image. They were, they were already profaning the image of God. Uh, and they were enemies of God. And he wanted them wiped out. And that is God's prerogative. Absolutely. But when we look at the law, which is the prescriptive, not descriptive, when we are looking at things that are, are given for people, and it was the law was given for Israel, we can look at it now and we can say, okay, I'm a theonomist. I believe that the law of, of God is a good basis for our laws today and that we're not saved by the law. By any means, we are saved by grace through faith in Christ because of his sacrifice on the cross. But he says, um, if you love me, you'll keep my commandments. If you, as we follow him, we want to be more like him. We are, our, our intention as Christians is to become more and more Christ-like. And Christ kept the law. We don't want to sin. So not sinning means looking at the law. And yes, there are things, parts of the law, the dietary, um, and, and so on, you know, the, the issues of, of clothing and mixed fabrics and stuff like that, that we can say, okay, pro, based on progressive revelation, these are things that we are not bound to, but the moral aspect of the law, the things that were, were made clear that these were moral things, obviously the 10 commandments, and then issues of, of things that should be done when, when goods were stolen. With a, a, if a woman was stricken and she lost her baby, there was a penalty. And it was, I be, I'd have to look back, but I believe it was for the life. Life for life. Yes, if you struck a woman and, she lost, and the child is not harmed, then no harm. But if, the, if she lost the child, then you were to be punished. So we have the prescriptive. God outlawed murder because it is the taking of an innocent life of an image bearer of God. So we have that in the prescriptive. And yes, we have the descriptive where God said, these people are profaners of, of my character, of my law, of my nature. They are so far gone that the entire nation needs to be wiped out. That was a descriptive thing that God told one group of people to do one time. You cannot take this and twist this for your own use to say that it's okay to abort. 
This does not mean that God doesn't care about all babies. It means this nation was so bad. They were so vile, so evil that they had to be completely wiped out. He did it with the flood on a global scale, except for Noah and his family that were saved through the waters of judgment. Go check out Timothy Brindle. All up until the very last thing, I don't think you should go baptize your kids if you have children. Um, wait till they make a profession of faith in Christ and then baptize them. So, um, but yeah, this is this is this is another weak argument. This is a twisting of a gotcha scripture that that most people haven't looked at the entire whole counsel of God's word and systematic theology to look at it and go, no, that's not what the Bible says. This is a one verse descriptive situation that God said, go and do this. So, you know, no, this is not an argument that is good to uh, defend or support abortion in any way. So, and then there, there are some others that, that came up and I'm going to kind of rapid fire through some of these things. These are, these are not necessarily arguments, but this is the point when the, and, and I actually put it in uh, a comment. I said, ladies and gentlemen, I'd like to re- represent the, or welcome the um, stupidity of the pro-choice um, elite to the comment section. This is when the comment section got took over and I could have gone through and just blocked all these people, but no, I'm not worried, not concerned about, but some of the, they're using what are now called, I guess they're called link or tag links. Um, and this is not the one I want. So these are all comments, but they're links to other groups where they linked and apparently it brings these people in. So more and more people will go, oh, we were tagged here. Let's go, you know, destroy this comment section. And one was the comment. One is called the comment section. Didn't turn out how you thought. It turned out exactly how I thought. But here again, these are the ridiculous things that these these are actually Facebook groups. These are Facebook. These are groups that exist on Facebook. And yet they will shadow ban guys like Marcus Pittman or remove him for ridiculous reasons, you know, comments that are not nearly as horrifying and offensive as these, but now, you know, you can't say that vaccines don't work, but you can make a group called Ha Ha Abortion Vacuum go brr, right? This, what this says to us what what these things say this woman and and I did not leave her name out because she one, one it just disgusts me that this lady has the same first name as my wife you have taken the the name Talia and destroyed it forever well no cuz my wife redeemed it but you you are you are a disgrace to the name Talia we'll put it that way um miss Talia Leonetta Perumal however so raw batter isn't a cake, raw fetus isn't a baby. That's just literally comparing cakes and humans, apples and orange. I mean, it's ridiculous. Here's another ridiculous. I support abortions from conception up to whatever age Donald Trump is. So these are groups that get tagged and they're supposed to come and just ratio you in, in your comments section, which is, you know, okay, so be it. Do your worst. I'm not scared um more of them if the fetus doesn't want to be aborted it's free to leave on its own um ha 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 abortion vacuum go brr get in losers we're we're going laugh reacting 
if it's God's child, why not give him full custody? Again, these are these are ridiculous things. This is another argument that we could. <laughs> problem is, it's not God's child. It's God's creation. It's made in the image of God. We know that they're not God's children until they are saved and given the uh, by the, given the the power by the Spirit of adoption to become children of God. So we are God's creation. We are not all God's children. So again, this is these are people who don't really understand what the Bible says. They show their ignorance of biblical uh, principles by the ridiculous things that they post on Facebook or whatever. Um, and then this last one. Um, that please note, abortions are being banned before assault rifles. It's not about the sanctity of life. It's about control and power. Well, again, for you, ma'am, because you would, again, you would be all for murdering babies in the womb, but I'm sure you are all about gun control, which is the same thing. It's about control. I mean, millions and millions of guns exist, and not all of them are used to murder people. But every abortion has the intention of murdering somebody. So your understanding of these two and your conflation of these two situations and issues is ridiculous and stupid. Because they are not the same thing. Every person who goes out and buys a gun does not buy a gun with the intention of murdering or harming people. Every single abortion is intended to kill a child. Do you get it? Do you understand the, the, the concept and the difference between the two? So you can't make that conflation. It's ridiculous. And it's stupid. And you should be ashamed that you even thought of it. But this, this is, again, this is not an argument that, that is hard or, or scary in any way, shape, or form. It's two different things that are, are, are not even remotely related, right? The majority, the overwhelming, and, the, and then again, the overwhelming majority of mass shootings are not done with assault rifles. Again, you're, you're not even understanding what an assault rifle is because I would almost be willing to guarantee that when you think assault rifle, you're going to say AR-15 because you're dumb enough to think that AR stands for assault rifle and not Armalite, the company that makes the gun. <coughs> and I'm losing my voice. So we're going to wrap this up before I torture you guys with a raspy voice and end up coughing um, throughout the rest of the, the podcast. So I'm going to call it call it a day and, and leave it at that. And just again, to assure those of you who think that you might be interested in getting involved, go check out End Abortion Now. Um, check out, I mean, if you're in Utah, you can go to Utah's Voice for the Voiceless, uh, Refuge Church, uh, Mission Church, Apologia Church Utah, Apologia Church, any of these churches that are, are actively involved, um, you can check out guys like John Barros, John Speed, um, Bobby McCready. Um, I think I, now I, I question myself if I'm saying his last name right. Um, 
hundreds of men and, and women across the nation who are all are constantly out at abortion ministries or abortion mills uh, performing ministry to the people that are there. So get involved, find a way. And, and again, if it's, if it's simply by being able to pray for us while we're out there, please do that. You know, I do a live video on my way to the abortion clinic every Friday morning. I do a live video the entire time I'm there, partially to document everything that happens so nobody can make any false claims that I've done anything illegal or anything like that. I also wear a GoPro um, and record everything from that vantage point. Um, and then I do another live video as I leave, um, just kind of debrief and, and talk about things that came up and uh, always asking for prayer. That's always the intention in, in all of this is just to get people to pray that God will, will move, that God will save babies, that God will save souls. That is our goal in all of this. Ultimately, it's to see babies live, but it is also to see moms and dads who are abortion minded repent i would love to see abortionists the people who work in those 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 places i i i cringe to call them clinics because half of them don't even live up to or, or measure up to the standards of any other ambulatory medical clinic there is they're they're not clean they're dirty they're they're just as bad as what they they had in back in the day when they were doing back alley abortions Right. Some of these places are just as bad. See Kermit Gosnell. So um, forgot where I was going with that. But, oh, I would love to see them repent, walk away, drop their badge, their keys and 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 go work somewhere else. Repent, put their faith in Christ and and find a new line of work. These are our goals. I would love to see the other businesses inside the building that is housed and owned by Planned Parenthood that are paying rent to this organization, that they would move out. I mean, literally, I, th- I wish they would get so fed up with us and our ministry and our, our microphones and megaphones and amplification and so on. They would be so fed up that they would move out of the building. Find a different place to practice their businesses, their dentists and therapists and all kinds of people in this building that I wish they would move out. Go find another place to where you're not giving money to a, a organization that makes the majority of their profit off of the shedding of innocent blood. Which again, falls into a very short list of things that God hates that he considers an abomination. See Proverbs six sixteen. So there you go, guys. If you haven't already, please like, share the video, hit the subscribe button if you haven't. Um, that way, more and more people will come around. I'm, I'm sure this video is going to get shadow banned. It'll hit the first 20 people, and then uh, YouTube will will limit its its uh, ability to be seen because of the content, and that's just the way it is. I'll keep continuing to share it on Twitter and Facebook and wherever I can to see, get as many people to see it as possible. So. You can help by sharing it and liking it too, um, subscribing to the channel, The Evangelical Norm. Hit the notification button. You'll get all the content that I release on that on that channel, the different podcasts, uh, The Master's Dog, The Fifth Seal, Unsolicited, Stupid Things Jory Micah Says, Live, uh, Random Times, that, that those come out as she says dumb things. I go live and respond to them um, answering a fool according to her folly. So those are all things that you can get from the Evangelical Norm channel. And as always, 
preach the gospel at all times. Use words. They're necessary. And until next time, Soli Deo Gloria. Mm-hmm.